Today on the show, Radical Ones, let's go over the rainbow with 1993's Leprechaun. All he wants is his gold. He's got to leave us alone. It's not nice to make fun of a leprechaun. It's time to get radical. Hello there. It's showtime. What is this, trick or treat? Did I do that? Good morning, Charlie. Welcome back, Radical Ones, to another episode of the Radical Retro Rewind Podcast. As always, I am your host, Radical Ryan Hunter, here with everyone's favorite brother, David, for an all-new episode. Welcome back, David. Where's me gold? And happy St. Patrick's Day, by the way. I'm magically delicious. David, you are known, and we've said this over on the show, you really love the Irish heritage that we have. You are making it live on. You're known to have a Christmas tree that is Irish-themed. I did have a lot of Irish items until my children destroyed them. Including an Irish sleeping Santa that used to breathe up and down. He used to sleep, right? He was asleep. Um, It was perpetuating a stereotype. He was drunk. It was not Elf on the Shelf. No. It was maybe Elf fell off the shelf after drinking a pint or two. So to match the love of the Irish culture, the month, and when thinking of movies to do for this time of year, Irish heritage, this is a cliche, but we're doing 1993's Leprechaun, David. But I thought it would be fun if going forward, we will continue and then every season, again, this is much like our Thundercats where this will take years upon years, but to get through each each leprechaun sequel after this so this could be a new staple david what is your history with the leprechaun series do you have one i think i probably have seen all of the movies including leprechaun in the hood yes notably notably it's a big one though actually i think that is the most popular you know here's the thing we all have these i'm trying to think of how we put this we all have these preconceived notions about other people's cultures and heritage and a lot of it is very like caricature-ish of the way we think things. Like we've talked about this, we did Fran Drescher and Beautician and the Beast where there's people from Israel who are Jewish and then there's American Jewish people that are hyper-extenuated oh my god, like New Yorker, oh my god. You know, but honestly, I'm a real sucker for folklore. I love the idea of like the whole leprechaun thing. You know, and this isn't Charmed. I know you do the Charmed podcast with Rob and we've all, we're lovers of Charmed anyway. They've had leprechauns and one of my favorite movies as a child was what was it darby o'gillis and the little people little people I, is it darby o'gill i don't know i'm trying to think of it sean connery sean Con- young beautiful sean connery singing yeah which you don't hear often sean connery singing he could have sang to me at that time 
my darling Irish girl. Faith, I know I can't sing a lick, but when I'm roaring like Doran's bull, it works up a killing hunger in me. Well, what have we got here? Bread newly baked, but a fresh from the churn, and boiled eggs and ham. Well, now, aren't you the clever girl? <laughs> God rest his soul. Actually, I heard he was very mean. Actually, I heard that too. A lot of a lot well, of he our was classic actors. He was very brutish and very like crude. I don't know. Grass. I could see that. Anywho, I digress. So yes, I would have loved to have done that movie too, but I think we procured a copy of it. You never know. Maybe we'll just throw it in as a one-off sometime. So now you're forced to listen to this. You know, any excuse to celebrate and have a good time and decorate and and something we can pump up for the kids. I, I actually really enjoy it. Here we are with the movie leprechaun which is starring miss jennifer aniston so i should preference this david i am not an aniston fan i am not a friends fan gasp shock from the audience possibly i never got into that friends thing david you know i was too occupied with sailor moon charmed buffy this was not on my radar you were never in the friend zone i rather watch reruns of the golden girls yeah friends is funny in in many ways and i know that it was a phenomena you know i definitely kudos to all the kudrow and perry and all the different oh my god i was just gonna say joey fatone oh my god God. well joey Joey. (laughs) character joey (laughs) you know when he wasn't singing boy it's already a retro episode we're giving you this information joey fatone friends Oh, geez. So, yeah, I really, honestly, I was never a big Friends person. I never really got into it. Not to say that I haven't seen it. Not that I don't say, like, there's not some sort of uh, definitely cultural but at the same time like i did find some of truthfully some of the some of the comedy is really kind of lame and dry you know so basic basic comedy for basic people honestly it was a phenomenon and god bless them they made tons of money and probably never have to work again if they didn't want to it's the star power too it's like you know and then that the career solo careers of, of some courtney cox jennifer aniston now, is that where she met brad pitt husband brad pitt at the time i i think so right he was a guest star on there she got her new nose we recognize the cultural phenomenon that was friends i mean i'm not against it truthfully and here's the other thing i never even watched will and grace because at the time i was very like i was very i'll be honest with you i had this this very idealistic thing like how dare they always make the gay men so flaming and re- just Jack and I actually missed out because I'll be honest with you I find it really funny and I love the whole show and I watch like reruns here and there and stuff like that and I love Karen Walker her her whole persona and character so yeah I mean who knows yeah so what is that with us I never watched that show either I mean I know all about the characters I know about you know what they did the like funny things from the show share you know being on but yeah it never appealed to me like like, I, again, what was I stuck in the 90s? It, it was Sailor Moon, even Thundercat. Or more supernatural and, like, that sort of genre, that magic and mystery and yeah. earlier anime. Like, I love Dragon Ball Z. I used to, I watched a lot of Dragon Ball Z, which is still going. It's come full circle that David's son is watching Dragon Ball Z. It's so crazy that this lives on. I'm happy. Let's also give a big thank you to our radical Leah, who is one of our bunglers over 
over on our Thundercats reviews. She started on there. She actually went back to a lot of our past catalog of this little old show. And a surprise in my inbox one day was the audio for all of the movies that we would be doing this month, which is such a big help. So Leah, if you're listening to this, just know that you are so appreciated. I mean, beyond grateful because this is such a big help with the editing process. We're just thrilled to have you on both shows, honestly. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you so much. I just love the sense of community. I know. I'm so wishy-washy. I'm such a, I don't know what you want to call it. I'm a, a well, for one thing, I'm a hopeless romantic. I'm also just, a, I, lo- I love that <laughs> community. I love that. It's just so nice. To, it's so refreshing to have somebody out there that's like, you know, like part of our team uh, unofficially. Like Leah's like, yeah. it gives me the warm and fuzzies. I like it. Thank you. The luck of the Irish is being packed and shipped to a little town in South Dakota whose luck may have just run out. Let's dive into today's movie. 1993, Leprechaun. Warwick Davis plays a vengeful leprechaun who believes a family has stolen his pot of gold. As he haunts them, they attempt to locate his gold to mollify him. This is not your mama's Davis, Warwick Davis. This is not Wicket. This is not even Willow. This is Davis as the Leprechaun. This is how many how many Leprechaun movies were there? I believe there is five sequels to the original: Leprechaun Two, Leprechaun Three, Four in Space, Leprechaun in the Hood, and then Leprechaun Back in the Hood, and then we had a reboot and a reboot sequel. So. Okay. There's about five, six, seven movies altogether. I like the fact that there was a little bit of a backstory. It's actually to a lot of the Leprechaun movies, even though they kind of are very different. Yes. And they could stand on their own, basically, all the movies that I remember, the way I remember them. You know, it starts off, the beginning of the movie is a flashback to when this Irishman, who clearly has a very Irish accent, is talking to his wife, who has a very Irish accent. Yeah. <laughs> They're in a rural area, and he pulls up in a limo, 
limo and he says we're rich and the wife doesn't understand and you find out that he basically found a leprechaun's gold and stole it <laughs> and stole it basically just stole it yeah true then you have this leprechaun that's coming to retrieve his gold so in our like understanding of the lucky charms leprechaun world that we live in leprechauns are these you know funny goofy sort of things and if you find the gold you're entitled to it because it's at the end of the rainbow right and in this one the leprechauns are really these scary disgusting vile mischievous evil creatures that you know don't mess with them they will destroy you and they will do horrible things to you so you know it goes that's how the movie starts and then he locks the leprechaun in a box right with and he uses a four-leaf clover so that's one of the themes that's in most of the movies if i remember correctly a four-leaf clover is what can repel a leprechaun which i do love this it's like very vampire with a cross kind of you know method of peeping of this creature at bay but it is hysterical to see this gigantic wooden crate with this tiny little four-leaf clover just put on the top and that's what keeps him in and i kept thinking the whole time like this is years later like this clover is just keeping it in i mean we see later it got a little shriveled up but it's just so funny that this little thing keeps this creature at bay but i do love this mythos get that damn clover off this crate i told you it couldn't kill me Where's Giggles, daddy boy? No, not gasoline. You can't burn me. I won't let you. <laughs> Don't strain yourself. You're not as young as you used to be. You might have a stroke. I curse ye for all eternity. I traded me soul for me gold. You'll trade your life. <laughs> If you give me me gold back, but you start in the beginning, so the leprechaun comes to retrieve his gold from this man. He kills the man's wife as she's making tea. Then he decides to drink the tea himself, and he can mimic voices. He did a voice of a child to get her to release him from. He had the leprechaun in a suitcase. He followed her to school one day. School one day. School one day, he followed her to school one day, which was against the rules. Me out, let me out. It was this voice. singing things like a child, he does this, he's there. He's a prankster. He's, you know, something that's of that realm. So, and then he was like mimicking the wife saying, I'm okay. The husband finds the wife dead. He's like, oh no, I'm fine. I'm just seeing He's like laughing and he's like, it's sadistic. It's twisted. Did you hide it somewhere near the house? Tell me where you hid the gold. How did you find me? The wee people have their magical ways. Wait, wait. Why are you done with my wife? Oh. Oh, the poor lass. I should have told her to watch a step. So the gentleman who stole the gold had it hidden in his mother's ashes so that was the thing he broke open his mother's ashes told the wife that he had the leprechaun's gold and like david said he pretends to be the wife yada yada kills them 10 years later it's the 90s matter of fact david this script was written in 1985 and filmed in 1992 so i heard two things one was that it was originally supposed to be a kids horror film which somewhat makes sense 
and then they made it more intense. And then the other one that was that it was always supposed to be a straight up horror and they added the comedy later on. I'm actually more intended to believe the prior because you know how they have this kid in this movie and then they have the brother who's the adult, but also he's maybe a little mentally slow. So it's that thing where the you got the kid and he's smarter than the adults in the room. So it kind of lends itself that I could see this being a kid's horror film that they just kind of said like, well, maybe we got something here. Let's make it a straight up horror film. What do you think about that? Like, because they, this movie is not as horrific as it could have been in 1993, honestly, by now. Oh, yeah, yeah, I can see that. Um, so after that scene, then you fast forward to the future and you see Jennifer Aniston, who is a typical mm. California gal that the father is making her come away to this old farmhouse kind of get away from the city i guess is that what we're kind of going with maybe she had a bad breakup or something a summer She's... they're supposed to bond together yeah never judge a book by its cover honey dad this book doesn't even have a cover i'm going to be miserable here there's no swimming pool there's no shopping malls there's no cable but you don't even have a tv oh this sure ain't beverly hills uh can't wait to see this house and then the house is being painted by three brothers. You have an older brother who's the heartthrob. That's the love interest. Cutie actor. This is the guy from summer school. He played the student that was always sleeping because he was too busy stripping. So he definitely has a banging body. But let me tell you, I could tell even by 1993 that this man, he looks good now. But I feel like he was going to age harshly. He had one of those more, a more mature face for the body at the time even. So that's all I'm going to say about him, David. But I got to tell you, I looked this up because I was fascinated. Aniston was 24 years old in this movie. To me, she looks 37 because when the father came out, who is John Sanderford, he's 41 years old. To me, she looked just as old as the father in this movie. I swear to you, I'm not even surprised. Oh my God, you hate Jennifer. Well, she wasn't using that Avino at the time. (laughs) She sells that Avino. But I'm telling you because I was shocked. I'm like, how old are they trying to make this girl? Because I'm going by teenager, teenager, right? So she's 24 years old. I don't know what the character is supposed to be. But the summer school stripper guy is also 35 at the time in real life. So 35, the father is 41, and she's 24. And to me, she fit right in with all two of them. She looked like she could play older. But that's besides the point. My God, this is hating on (laughs) Aniston, man. And while I'm at it, I am not impressed by her acting in general. Because to me, she played this almost like it. Maybe she thought it was a straight up comedy. Because she played it to me in that Aniston way. Unless that's the only way she acts. It's always like confused and like, oh, well, well, how do I do do this? Uh, Oh, Ross and oh, Joey. Oh, leprechauns? Oh. Between that and her being like bitchy. Okay, here, look. Here, keep the change. I'm in a really big hurry. I'm, there's a big, ugly, disgusting house I just like to distance myself from. What? You mean this house here? The O'Grady place? Yeah, that place. It's really gross. There's bugs. There's cobwebs. I got only knows what else is in there. <laughs> What's so funny? Well, I just think it's funny the way girls are always afraid of spiders and stuff. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, wait a minute. Did I misplace my 1950s calendar here? Girls? Listen, bud. Hey, this is the 90s. Women are treated equal. Well, first off, my name isn't Bud. It's Nathan. I don't know many guys that are afraid of houses. Oh, is that so? Yeah. Well, you know what? Neither am I. <laughs> I'm not afraid of anything. Okay. Right. Sorry? 
Honey, let's go. What are you talking about? What are you doing? Uh, I'm not going to fight you anymore. The house. You hate the house. It's dirty. It's dusty. You really think I'm afraid of a little dust and some bugs? Come on, just put the bags back, okay? I'm going to stay. Don't just put the bags back. I'm going to stay. Can I have a side note with you, Ryan? (laughs) You cannot. You cannot bash Jennifer Aniston. She'll have the Anastites after you. Is that is that her fans? The Anastites? I would love that. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't the best acting performance, but in all honesty, the movie is like a Sharknado kind of so in that way. So much more enjoyable than a Sharknado. Maybe because it's that 90s charm. It has that early 90s. It definitely has that. So getting back to what you were saying about there's there there is an older boy who was clearly born with some sort of mental disability who doesn't like he's childlike. This is Ozzy. How you doing boys? I'm JD. Just met your brother Nathan. Hi I'm Alex. Nice to meet you. This is my friend Ozzy. How you doing Ozzy? Hi. So, you boys need any help out here? Uh, I'm afraid that our liability insurance forbids anyone but us handling the tools and equipment. But thanks for the offer. You have Ozzy, who's like a childlike adult. You have the young boy, who's an actual boy. And then you have the hot throb brother. So they all are brothers. They paint houses. And of course, Jennifer Aniston, the place is disgusting. It's filled with cobwebs. I even said this to myself. Why didn't the father have this place cleaned up a little before he came? Especially knowing the daughter. Yeah. I mean, literally, there's tarantulas crawling around. I wouldn't stay in that house either. So no. Anywho, so you get you get the setup where they're, they're in the house. She is about to leave. And then she sees the hunky painter. So then she decides that she's going to turn to work this. And so there is a crate downstairs and the leprechaun finally wakes up. He's all full of cobwebs and crusty. He's must have been there for how many years? And you find out that, what was it? Ten? You know, this was the O'Grady farm? Farmhouse. So yes, you're getting that isolation that I almost feel with like a Night of the Living Dead. I like these isolated horror movies that take place in a central location like this anyway that's just a side note but yes the o'grady farm you can't get much more irish stereotype than this name but yeah so at some point the leprechaun wakes up and he tricks ozzy who is the childlike adult to freeing him but before that jennifer aniston is trying to serve the the, the hunk some kind of drink on a tray and that's when she drops it on he scares her or something and she drops it into the crate which wakes up the leprechaun oh geez i'm sorry you're right i kind of that shelf looking for tarps i, I didn't know you're down here just trying to make a peace offering, but I think it's all in, in that crate. I hope I didn't ruin what's inside. Well, you couldn't damage what's in here. The O'Grady's collect a lot of junk. The O'Grady's? Yeah, Dan O'Grady. He used to own this place. It's really a, a weird and strange guy, you know? Oh. You mean weird and strange like guys that drive dented pickup trucks and paint houses for a living? Hey, let's see what he's got in this thing. I did say Jennifer Aniston's old nose. Makes an appearance in her first movie. (laughs) Trying to get some D. She's trying to flirt with this guy. So the leprechaun is freed and poor Ozzy runs up and is terrified. And he's like, there's a leprechaun. He's trying to kill me. He's going to kill me. And they're, of course, thinking he's quote unquote slow. 
Yes. So they're thinking, but he does apparently call up and say he's seen aliens and different things. So there is that, like a Goonies as that formula too, where you had like sloth and chunk and like the Goonies kind of that little thing. So I can understand where it could have been turned into that. And if they had more kids and they made it like an adventure where the leprechaun wasn't psychotic, they could have flipped it to like a a kid's adventure movie. An earnest versus the trolls kind of thing, like on that level. Because there is a fun element to this. It, it seems like there is lighthearted moments. A matter of fact, David, two things about the music. One, did you notice there was this one instrumental that almost sounded like, and I kept hearing We Three Kings as like a background music. It sounded like, I, I guess it was supposed to be like an Irish reminiscent, but I heard Christmas music, but then also that fake song that kept playing called Be My Four Leaf Clover. Yeah. This generic like pop song or or country song that would play on the radio. I loved that. <laughs> I say I need a David is recognized as the villain character from Pee-wee's Big Adventure. He also played John Wayne Casey, I believe, in a movie too, this actor. But in this, he plays a very likable character, this Ozzy. Hey, Tubby, you got a light for an old leprechaun's pipe? I'm starved. Haven't eaten in ten years. What? What are you? What do I look like, me lad? See that? The buckles on me shoes? Why, I'm a leprechaun. A shoemaker by trade. And speaking of shoes, yours could use a shine. But first, have you seen a crock of gold lying around? Tell me, or I'll bite your ear off and I'll make a boot out of it. <laughs> there's a leprechaun in the basement! Oh, there's a leprechaun in the basement! Oh, well, hold on, hold on, what's going on? He came running out of the box, and uh, he had these long, real scary fingers, and, uh, oh, oh he, he wouldn't ask like Lucky Charms or anything, and then, and then he had a bug! A leprechaun? Can we inject a little bit of reality in here, please? I, I saw him. I, I really did see him. Well, he even tried to polish my shoes. So then where's your pot of gold? That's what he said he wanted. He said he wanted this pot of gold. All right. Where are you going? Well, if it'll make you feel any better, Ozzy, we'll all go down in the basement and check it out. Don't go in there. Don't go in there. Don't go in there. He calls the police. I feel like much like Return of the Living Dead, like calling the cops. He's like, send send the National Guard. Send everybody. There's leprechauns. There's leprechauns. Like David said, he's known to be doing this, evidently. So the cops are just like, okay. Yeah, and then he gives you that small town vibe. Like, oh, it's just poor Oz. Like, they, they like hitting him almost or whatever. Yeah. So that's the kind of development. He, at one point, he goes, he's going to kill us, starting with me. <laughs> And I felt so bad for poor Ozzy. So anyway, Leprechaun gets out and there's a point where Jennifer Aniston is helping with the paint. She's trying to flirt with the guy and she goes to go get paint and the behind the truck. And, and this is, uh, now you tell me. <laughs> 
This is the first indication that the leprechaun's out. So she's standing by this truck and the leprechaun starts to caress her ankles, her legs. And she's thinking that this is the the, the hunky guy. So she's thinking the guy crawled under a truck so he could just start feeling her ankles up. They're that desirable. And she realizes that it's not him. The leprechaun scratches her. And she's like, ah! Then starts the whole, like, oh, it's a raccoon. And she's like, I know what a man's hand feels like. And the father's like, what? Yes, she does. Yes, she does. But yeah, what what kind of flirtation is that, that you go under a car to, f- to feel an ankle up? No. Is that how they do it in California? This might be how they do it in the on Grady's farm. In this, you have to ask Rob if they they feel up ankles under trucks in Cali. <laughs> I lived in Cali. Nope, not that I'm aware of. By the way, I love that van. It's called Three Guys That Paint. This is the Three Brothers. Three Guys That Paint. And also, Ozzy's shirt is adorable. He wears this like painting roll paints button down under like these. As a matter of fact, the little brother wants the gold so they can pay for an operation to make him smarter, he tells Ozzy. Yeah, so there's a point where all of a sudden a rainbow appears and he's like, see, there is a leprechaun. Look at this really bizarre looking rainbow. So then they follow it. So you have this point where Alex and Ozzy follow the end of the rainbow to a truck where the man in the original uh, beginning opening must have hid the gold from the leprechaun. Just on the side of the road, by the way. Well, no, it was in a, a band and run down truck but where was that truck it was just no one's touched this truck in 10 years that's not impossible especially on large farms and stuff abandoned trucks oh because it's stuff. on the o'grady land is that why yeah that that's like every every horror movie texas chainsaw <laughs> massacre everything there's always burnt out cars for some reason i thought this rainbow took them across town for some reason i don't know why i thought they went on the road somewhere hey hey look up in the sky so what ozzy it's just a rainbow it's a magic rainbow leprechauns and rainbows it's a sign. Yeah, yeah, it's a sign. All right, it's time to get back to painting. Come on. No, 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 no. Uh, we gotta go, go, go. See what's at the end. Ozzy, you're embarrassing me. Come on, go with me. We, we gotta get to the end of the rainbow. There's always a pot of gold. Ozzy. He's so easily sidetracked. Like always, I'll take care of it and get him back on the job. Ozzy, come on. So this was on the O'Grady farmland. Okay, that makes more sense. So they they leave the gold and they take one piece to go into town to have it authenticated, basically. This kid's pretty smart. And he says... But they leave it with that guy, though. Like, would you trust that that man wasn't going to steal the coin overnight? This is a small town. No, I don't think it would. He's an honorable man. He gave him a receipt, too, for it. I've never seen a coin like this. The symbols. Incredibly strange markings. Cut to the chase. What's it worth? Well, if this is solid gold, could be worth $500. But there's historical value. It could be priceless. Could I keep this overnight and study it? Uh, you won't lose it or anything, will you? No, no, I'll put it in my safe. I'll write up a receipt. Uh, you, uh, you reckon that, that coin might have come from a leprechaun? Never mind. Okay, we'll come back tomorrow. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. 
he tells him he'll use the money to give him the surgery to make him smarter. And it kind of like, I felt bad for the guy at the time. He's like, what do you mean? I'm, I am smart. So you have this point where there's this interaction between the actual child and someone who's childlike. And it yes. was, it was kind of cute and endearing and also sad because it's like, you know, people don't think I'm smart. And he's like, people make fun of you behind your back, but it's also brutal because children are very honest, right? Yes, they are. Especially nineties kids. You couldn't get more honest. So then you have a point where this is going on and then the leprechaun goes back into the house looking for his, basically trashing the place. Looking for his coins because he has, I'm assuming it's a hundred because later he counts them. He needs the hundred coins to make himself happy because you can't steal a leprechaun's gold. And then he's looking and he finds, obviously they couldn't use Lucky Charms but a knockoff of Lucky Charms and he tries to eat and he spits it out. So of course there's your homage to Lucky Charms. David, I actually found this. So Lucky Charms gave them the go-ahead originally to use Lucky Charms. They saw the finished product, said you cannot use the Lucky Charms cereal now. This was supposed to be a kid thing. And then yes, they so that's what I'm thinking would happen too. Another point to shoot this. So then they had to refilm the scene. That's when he spits it out, not liking it. And then at the end, when the kid says, F you Lucky Charms, was added because Lucky Charms took the box away. Okay. I like that. I like them. there's like a story behind some of the stuff but it's funny yeah because you knew lucky charms was gonna get in there somehow you knew it was gonna get in there marshmallowy lucky charms a tasty part of this good breakfast that's me lucky charms well listen let's be honest in the states here what what do they do to celebrate st patrick's day drinking green beer yeah that's true throwing dye and what do they do that in um massachusetts like almost like the boston tea party they throw dye into like the river they do yeah and lucky charms really people don't it's, i was gonna say irish soda bread and well that's true too in the states it's just an excuse to drink i feel like and go out but. and mardi gras beads throw the beads at kids in parades right <laughs> So at one point, we're getting these kills from the leprechaun, right? I love this. And tell me Jigsaw did not steal this in Saw. The leprechaun comes out in on a little bicycle. A tricycle. Tricycle. This is what I'm telling you, Jigsaw stole this. I mean, it's not whatever original. The pogo stick, I like that, David. But the wheelchair chase at the end. Oh my god. <gasps> I put wheelchair race. So so we have to go back. The leprechaun catches up with the shopkeeper who's going to check this coin out the next day. He's going to check the coin out for the kids to see if it's real or whatever. He has this tricycle. He gets out of the barn and he races over to the town with it. And then he bites the guy because he. this is a little savage. He bites limbs and stuff. He's really nasty. Yeah, he goes right for like biting first. You're right. He goes, ah. He likes to bite. He takes a pogo stick and proceeds to pogo on this man's chest. And he says he played knickknack on 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 his lung or on it. And he basically punctures this man's lung and face and everything over and over again with a pogo stick. So this is a brutal. And then he gets a car, or like a little tiny race car slash whatever. We would have like a little tykes thing now. It's like a, t- I think it's, yeah, it's one of those, yeah, small electrical car, whatever, yeah. Oh, sorry, thing. So that's funny. But the cop too, like you had to get in the typical, a cop is watching him speed down this road in this tiny car and he's eating a donut. Wah, wah, wah. 
but I did like it. It was funny seeing him. And then he pulls him over and he's like, take off that ridiculous. Aren't you a little young or to be out this late? And then the leprechaun, see, I didn't get all this part. So the leprechaun scratch, grabs his face and digs into his face. And then the cop, instead of going back into his car and trying to escape, runs into the woods. (laughs) The leprechaun plays this kind of cat and mouse game and then eventually kills the saps, the cop's neck. Say, aren't we a little young to be out this late? No. I'm 600 years old. Okay, smartass. Why don't you take that ridiculous mask off and step out of the car? It's not nice to make fun of a leprechaun. (laughs) Is that so? So now you're a leprechaun, huh? Uh Uh-huh. And we did the quintessential just shooting into the air because the leprechaun is bouncing between trees and stuff like that. And instead of like focusing or not going into the woods or not going into the woods like this is again, this is that 80s. Oh, there's a killer coming. Let me go take a shower. You know, like this whole thing. Would you not just go back in your car and take off? Call back up? Yeah. Like, well, we see it later that the cop car is there and Aniston's character, I think her name is Troy, is trying to, you know, she runs Troy. the car and we see that. I think, yeah, it's tr- it's weird. It's Troy. Tory. <laughs> Tory. Troy. Tr- Helena of Troy. Here you go. Watch <laughs> the movie yesterday. Troy. It's Helena of Troy. She was, I was going to say, what is she going for one of those, um, adult site names troy <laughs> troy's first time then you go to a scene where the leprechaun is attacking them they're aware it's a leprechaun they're still not wanting to believe finally, it but it is. finally they believe it after they made fun of ozzy it's the hunk in a in a bear trap on the lake and then he starts to bite the leg and then you see that <laughs> the, the groups come out and they're hitting the leprechaun and slapping them and hitting them and all this stuff to try to get and I keep did like that. i really liked that scene there's gotta be another way that thing is a leprechaun and we've got to find a way to stop Stop it! Wait, old man O'Grady. He might know how to kill it. What? When I was a little kid, he used to tell me stories about fairies and leprechauns. If anybody would know how to kill this thing, well, he would. He owned this house. He he probably put that thing in its crate. Well, where is he? Oh, old man Grady's is in a rest home at the end of town. He had a stroke about, what, 10 years ago. Before this, they go to see Mr. O'Grady, who's been in an old folks' home or a mental hospital, which, by the way, the guard was asleep at the door, so Aniston was able to just walk past at 10 o'clock at night. First off, I kept saying, this place is not going to be open. But she gets in, she goes in the room, David, and she thinks he's in a wheelchair, and that's when we get that wheelchair scene. It's the leprechaun disguising his voice. But she runs to the elevator, and it just so happened Mr. O'Grady's hanging upside down in the elevator and he's just like the four-leaf clover by the well he doesn't know this woman from hell to high water whatever the case is so she runs back and they have to find this four-leaf clover behind the well on the o'grady farm so that's why they're back there and they're looking for the uh, clover. you're missing a few different things so first of all th- there's two different cars going on they keep going to this old beat down truck the three brothers paint when she has a, almost a brand new jeep sitting keep running to this car that breaks down and there's a point where the leprechaun takes and pushes the car over and lets them roll because they can't get the car started instead of going to her Jeep. Yes, it's an open Jeep, but yes. So she ends up, there's some point they break off. The guys run into the house and then she runs to the Jeep and goes and tries to find this Mr. Grady because Alex, the little boy, says he was the one who lived on this farm. He's still alive. He had a stroke and he might know what to do to stop the leprechaun because it was on his farm. So she goes and then leprechaun's on skates now. Yeah. <laughs> 
Danny after her like like Miss Piggy was in the, the Great Muppet Caper on roller skates, trying to come after the Jeep, and then he ends up flying through a, a thing while she ends up at the retirement community or the, the nursing facility. She goes in the room as she's walking. This is a reminiscence of, reminiscent of a Freddy Krueger thing that I... Yes. There's like a shadow that looks like his hands and stuff. And it turns out to be like a mop and stuff. And like where you had the thing where it looked like Freddy's claws. So true. So there was that kind of thing. And then she goes into the room and she's talking and it's literally, you know, tell me how to kill a leprechaun. He goes, I'm not telling you anything. And it's the leprechaun. And he's in this wheelchair that Mr. O'Grady was in. Right. Mr. O'Grady. It's out. It's out of the crate. You believe it. No one believed it was a leprechaun. I believe it. How do we stop it? There's only one way. One way to kill a leprechaun. But I'm not going to tell you. So that gave me vibes of like, do you remember in Fright Night when he pretends to be the mother? Is that even yes! Evil, Is evil. Is evil. in the oven? Mm-hmm. In the oven. So he pretends to be, and then starts this only that could be considered to be the most funniest, ridiculous wheel. I call it a wheelchair race. He's gets in the wheelchair and he's rolling after Jennifer Aniston through this facility, but he's like on turbo speed. They speed up the. <laughs> And it is the most hysterical <laughs> thing that I've ever seen in my entire life. It's like when Scooby-Doo runs back and forth through room to room and like, I don't know, like, what's his name? Benny Hill or Laurel and Hardy. It's some ridiculous, so like, sped up. I was waiting for them to play, like, funny kind of music. I wish that would have taken it over the edge a thousand percent. But this was my favorite scene. It was hysterical. Some other <laughs> thing to point out is that the Leprechaun is a cobbler by trade. This, this is my other favorite. No, he has to clean every shoe so to get to distract him they took all the shoes and threw them into field like on the lawn so that he could he has to buff these shoes before he can go after them because he can't leave shoes unclean can't have dirty shoes now can we there nice and shiny I love it because he does this so good, Davis. He's just like, oh, oh, he looks up and they're throwing more shoes and he's like, oh, oh, oh. he runs over to the next shoe. These shoes. This and the wheelchair alone makes this a classic in my book. The shoe yeah. counting. It's almost, David, like that old, do you ever hear that old time vampire thing? They don't use it too often, but evidently if you threw rice, the vampires had to count each grain of rice before they could move on. So this is almost like that. It's like the leprechaun can't move past this <laughs> there was definitely a lot of folklore and things like that like supposedly you could put salt in a bucket or outside your door and an evil spirit has to count each grain of salt before they can enter your house That's, yes yes so there's a lot of different things so yeah that was pretty pretty interesting so i remembered i got at least i have enough shoes for him to shine if he comes after me honestly yeah I, and th- but my shoes are, and they're pretty big too so he might take a few time on them also you mentioned freddie earlier what about when she was on her little tiny phone and the the hands, the tiny hands came out of like a little little hands came out of the phone almost like a Freddy. Where's the rest of me gold? <laughs> From what do you call it? Um what was it? Scary oh, movie. It's, it's scary movie with the, yeah. the butler. You gotta put it in there just right. The, oh, oh, that scene. I think they were trying to make a Freddy-esque character with this leprechaun. The one that could do the scares, but also be funny at the same time, clearly. 
Well, that's that's the definitely the big draw for me for Robert England doing Freddy is he's sarcastic, he's like terrifying, but he's also very sarcastic and funny, and I kind of like that. That's the Leprechaun. I have a question for you. Do you think that if he would have gotten the gold, he would have left them and took off if they had just because there's a point where they find out where the gold is basically, and Jennifer Aniston throws the gold at him and says, "Take it," and he almost like pets her, like, "Oh, good job, thank you for giving my gold." Is that my gold? What the hell are you? I'm a leprechaun, me dear. Here, this is what you're looking for, right? Ah, the powers are returning. <laughs> it sounds like we go. <laughs> it looks like we go. <laughs> It smells like me gold. <laughs> it tastes like me gold. <laughs> oh, God! Oh, God! Me gold and delicious gold. <laughs> be calm, be calm. Okay. He took it. Okay, so he got what he wanted. And we can get everybody to the hospital and uh, call for help. It's over. And then he counts and he's missing one piece. And that's when he goes even more berserk. 96. Uh-uh. Oh, 97. Uh-uh. 98. Uh-uh. 99. A missing coin. I've been tricked. They've got me coin. No one takes a leprechaun's gold. <sighs> and just for one, so that just shows you the one set him off, and he said they lied to him because it's in Ozzy's stomach, unfortunately, because he had swallowed it earlier. Oh my God! I swallowed that gold coin. Nice going, Jaws. Which plays to his character because he's quote unquote slow. So he was putting in his mouth for whatever reason to, t- to see if it was real, biting it. And that's an old thing too. He used to do like bite a nickel to see if it was real or whatever kind of a thing. That's true. How did they find out if it was real or not? The way it, it was either hard or, so- or soft? Well, gold is the, the pure the gold, the softer it is. But oh, I never knew. We get to the point where they're trying to find there's a patch of four leaf clovers by this well where the gold was hidden at some point. Yeah. In, the, in a pail that's on the, the rope for the well. So they're trying to pick it. They're trying to pick And he goes, little girl should not be picking clovers. Or something like that. Don't worry, she's 37. <laughs> Warwick, she ain't that young. I love this. Yes, build this mythos, like David was saying. And it makes so much sense. It's cheesy, a clover. But at the same time, a four-leaf clover is one of these things. It's luck. It's rare. It just so happens to grow behind this well. There's going to be one at every time, I guess. And then you have a point where they're giving up. She's like, it's impossible. And Ozzy's like, don't give up. You have to believe. Oh, great. I said that we need to have a, fo- a four-leaf clover. Four-leaf clover will kill the leprechaun. Well, we better get out of here before that thing wakes up. Okay. Yeah. There's got to be a four-leaf clover in the patch up there. He yeah. said there was. Okay, come on, let's go. Forget it. We're not going to find it. You, you can't do find it. You just got to believe. Damn it, Ozzy! I'm so sick of your magic and your stupid fantasies. Okay, it's too late for that now. We don't have time to sit here in a damn clover patch and look for clovers. That thing is going to wake up. You've lost your faith. You got to believe. You got to. All right, Izzy, here. Here, look, I believe. 
I believe. You found one. I told you. I told you. Okay. Yes. Okay, we've yes. got to get this on the lever gun. So I almost think it maybe he was the luck. Yeah, Ozzy. there was there's some kind of magical mystery because the clover was kind of glowing a little bit, wasn't it? Like coming off of this well that had the gold yes. coins at one point hidden in it so which was funny because it was glowing couldn't the leprechaun see the glowing radioactive green from the neon they would have given him all the hundred he would have taken off or he would have started revenge i actually thought he was going to let them go he was he was very happy just to count them now going forward we'll see in the years to come i think maybe he just ends up becoming like just a killing machine but it seems like in this one that would have satisfied him it was all about the gold, right? So if he had him back, so there is a villain that you could actually satisfy, if, <laughs> if possible. There's a few villains that I could satisfy. <laughs> What's under those overalls, Michael Myers? Evil dies tonight. So Ozzy reveals that he has the coin in his stomach, and the leprechaun is like, well, I'm gonna eat that. Cut that out. Cut that tummy up. And Alex is not having it. He finds the four-leaf clover, spits his gum out. Again, this is what makes me think that this really was a kid's movie. Because the kid is the one to kill the leprechaun. Well, momentarily stop him until the sequel. He gets the wad of gum from his mouth that he's chewing, puts the four-leaf clover, wraps it around the gum, and then uses his slingshot and gets it in his mouth and he says the Lucky Charms line. Fuck you, Lucky Charms. <laughs> What are the odds that that would have went in his mouth? <laughs> Guess that, depending how hungry he was. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But it worked. It worked. And then he gets thrown down the well, which happened to be right next to this thing. And then they set it on fire. Because he starts coming up or whatever. Like you always say this, you need to finish the job. I would have mm. poured concrete down that well. Yeah. Fill the whole well. Fill the whole well. I'll not rest till I have me gold. Curse this well that me soul shall dwell. Till I find me magic that breaks me spell. The funny part is that this, at some point, this is where they've called the police multiple of times and had for different things. So that once the leprechaun is now finally blown up, oh wait, yes. we, we're missing we're missing something. So earlier on in the movie, after Jennifer Aniston's ankles were caressed, the father goes okay. to get a cat and sticks his hand inside a tree stump hole where the leprechaun bites him crazily. Why would you put your hand? That was the dumbest thing. Yeah, I'm not gonna do it. I've never seen a cat bite like that either. It was literally like, it almost ripped his hand off. Yeah. So anyway, shout out, shout out to dumb dad. Shout out to dad as old as your daughter. He's alive still, thankfully. He, he made it out of this movie because he was not around. At the end, you see very much like we're waiting for, you know, what's her name to get out of Crystal Lake. The cops start pulling up. It's the end. <laughs> they blow They blow up the leprechaun with gasoline and the nightmare is over. And as they're coming away, the leprechaun says, you may have gotten me this time or something, and I'm stuck in this well until something, you know, he does this little... So David, I actually found out after the remake they did where Warwick doesn't reprise his role, Sci-Fi Channel released a movie called The Leprechaun Returned, 
in 2018, serving as a direct sequel to the original film, and Mark Holton as Ozzy reprises his role from the first film. I would have liked to see where Ozzy actually is in 2018, what they actually do with this. So, I mean, well, I guess we're going to get to that in 2026. The year was 2030. Radical retro. A runaway planet hurtled between the Earth and the moon. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Yeah. But you got your Radical Retro Rewind to look forward to. We might be heads in a jar, but we'll still be producing this podcast for you. Right, yeah. That was Leprechaun 1. Like I said earlier, it gave me 90s feels. It gave me horror feels. It gave me childhood wonderment. It was fun. It really was a fun movie. Very quick 90-something minutes. I actually flew by. Yeah, I wasn't at all like, oh my god, why did we do this or anything like I actually enjoyed it. I actually enjoyed it. It was for what it was worth. It's not Casablanca. It's not going to be gone with yeah. the wind or anything, but, you know, but it, it, it was entertaining. It was entertaining and it's a, just another horror genre sort of a thing, so. And the, the Leprechaun himself, honestly, was really a great movie villain in that sense because he had weaknesses, he had humor, and he was scary. Mm. He bit things. He was ravenous. And funny with all the little, you know, is that juvenile humor? Do we do, do we like juvenile humor? Like, like I, again, the wheelchair, the wheelchair gave me last episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer when when they're fighting and they're having a wheelchair fight. Yes, Anya, Anya, and Andrew, right? It's yeah. really enjoyable. I recommend Radical Ones. This is currently free. Yes, on Tubi. So four commercials, I mean, four commercials, people. I counted four commercials. Not too bad. They actually seem to have the sequels as well, so hopefully they stay on there when we do them. Can I be honest? After that, I did watch the second one. I didn't tell. Oh, so, okay, so without spoiling the Radical Ones, from what I remember this being, this has nothing to do with the first one? No, it is. It's totally different. So it's a different Leprechaun, or is it just a different, like, it's the same Leprechaun, but maybe a different story? Yeah, and it also begins in an earlier time explaining his place in modern time like where where it's supposed to take place so that's i'll just leave it at that did you enjoy the first one or the second one better um i don't want to spoil anything i i liked them both i um the second one hmm, like i like i really i like them both kind of equally they just had totally different different stories yeah. With their shoes. Where they're counting of shoes. That's the only no, thing that I need not, to. We're not um, counting of shoes. Well, then on Friday, it's trash. No, I'm just joking. No wooden shoes? No. Oh, yeah. She didn't bring home wooden shoes. So, David, that was another episode. Wow. Oh, wow. We are on our way to 100. Holy crap, David. The second week of May, I believe we will be hitting our 100th episode. That's exciting. That's not even counting our Thundercats either, right? That's just the main channel. That's right. We'd probably be like 130-something with Thundercats. 134, 135. So, Radical Ones, we want to hear from you. We really want to know if there's a specific, maybe, segment you'd like to see on that episode. Do you want it to be a regular episode of the podcast with special elements we know that all three co-hosts will be involved but we were asking people on instagram to maybe send in favorite moments if you have any well wishes whatever you want to tell us we will read it on the show so if you could start getting those in now because we probably will be filming by the time you hear this it's probably going to be getting even closer to the actual date we definitely want to make that special david well you need to have 
have some special guests then. We better be calling up Lindsay Price from Lipstick Jungle. Patricia <laughs> <laughs> Tolman, isn't she redoing Babylon 5? We better Patricia call her up. Patricia Tolman, yes! Maybe we get Patricia Tolman to do something. And for radical ones who may not have noticed, we actually have joined a new network that's called red circle so you might notice there has been commercials before you hear some episodes and maybe even drawing the episodes this is because a few months ago we were asked to join this podcast platform and we really hope that this is going to be the stepping block that really gets us out there we've noticed since the switch from anchor to red circle that we've gotten more streams so either we're getting we're getting popular or maybe red circle just reached a further audience but if you have been hearing commercials and you're wondering if we've gone what's what's corporate. the word corporate we're trying we're trying and I can go corporate. we're trying so this is the first step this is the first step of david having his bed bath and beyond sponsorship is not going to happen anymore so now we get things like colostomy bags oh yeah jack daniels <laughs> It, 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 it's the nature of the beast. I'm actually excited. Kind of like for, for, for those of you who have been listening for a while and even people that are, are newly listening, it, it feels nice to be like legitimized. It, it felt nice for company, even though, believe me, it's not any windfall. We're not like, we're not no. like rolling in the money or anything. Believe me. It, it's nice to have been approached by a company that saw something in our podcast that we, you have all seen by listening to it. So I actually really, really was really excited about it. I'm very proud of it. It's a proud moment. You know, we still have a a lot of work to do we're not yes. necessarily where we need to be so please tell your friends tell your families telephone hide a friend. your husband hide your husbands hide hide your wives, but tell them to, to, to we're coming for everybody we are coming right subscribe but uh yeah so we're really excited about it and there's a lot there is a lot of commercials that that are just all over the place different different totally different health wellness mental health car commercials like david said alcohol we're going back to school. We don't know actually what you'll be hearing, but it's just that we this next step that we're taking, and it's so great to be happening prior to our hundredth episode, Radical Ones. I mean, I mean, if you need a colostomy bag after drinking some Jack Daniels, then then, then you're you know. said. No, oh, you can say tell them the Radical Ones sent you. That's where we gotta get to, David. You get fifty percent yeah. off. Your- order if you use the code radical retro honestly that's the next level like that's when you really know a podcast makes it when they they do the ad themselves and then they say use our code radical retro to get 15 percent off the colostomy bags and installment so david as always the lovely people can reach you at universal appeal 2021 word and the radical retro rewind podcast one word on instagram we're also on tic tac i'm also on tic tac <laughs> you know they come in a little package you got a lot of you know you got a lot of a lot of little tic tacs for the first small price only five three five calories tic tacs you're right i personally love the orange flavored ones we're also on we're also on tiktok thank you as well as youtube so you could pretty much find us wherever you need social media we're on twitter too but honestly i'm not i'm not the best at twitter so that's the least of it, calling it a tweeter. are you calling it a tweeter tweeter a tic tacs 
and uh, a leprechaun. So I personally have done a lot of TikToks myself, a little TikTok. Next week, Radical Ones, we actually have a special episode 35 years of Beetlejuice. And this is going to be with not only myself, David, but Mr. Rob the Movie Geek will also be along to celebrate this special milestone of 35 years for this film. I and then know. Thundercats. And Thundercats and the the handsome, supple young Lionel. Last Friday of the month, Thundercats. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. We'll see you next week. Where's me gold? Count my shoes. Count my shoes, David. <laughs> ashes, ashes, we all fall down. <laughs> I say I need a You've got mail. Hello, I'm Rob. I'm the other host of Radical Retro Rewind, and I wanted to give my two cents on the movie that David and Ryan are reviewing today. By the way, happy St. Patrick's Day, whoever's celebrating. So here's my take on Leprechaun. I really enjoy this franchise. Are all of them winners? No. But that is a totally different conversation. Let's focus on part one. As I do own this series up until I think the fifth or sixth one, the first one is definitely the best and my favorite, to be honest. I really enjoy Warwick Davis and what he does in this film and bringing this iconic character to life. He's definitely made a name for himself and Leprechaun will always be remembered as one of the best horror villains out there even if it's for a laugh he definitely makes an impact and an impression and he's definitely not forgotten i would say that one of my favorite moments of this movie is their first encounter with the leprechaun and i mean as a collective as a group they are all privy to the fact that there is a leprechaun out there whatever ozzy is spewing out is totally true and just him teleporting around the house messing with him the action sequences that follow with the oven burning him and him coming out of the floor when it's like super silent all of that was pretty creepy and and a good jump scare the kill count wasn't as big and it probably would have been fun to see more creative ways that he could have killed people but my favorite kill has to be or the i guess the most effective one was the uh death of the pawn shop owner who died from a pogo stick to the uh torso and stomach oh so gross uh, i thought that was filmed well and it definitely looked painful so i i thought that was a good one uh one of the scariest moments though i think was towards the end where uh our leprechaun uses his shoe buckle and its sharp edges to just cut ozzy's face multiple times trying to get at his gold and i don't think he was gonna stop he would have kept going with that specific method cutting him up until you know his body started to open and i think that was the part where i was actually cringing and kind of turning away and it's like oh man yeah so even though this is technically like a horror comedy and there's a lot of stuff to laugh at that part i thought was a very serious moment i also wanted to highlight our sexy painter ken olent who played nathan uh, who's also from summer school, uh, showcasing those beautiful arms and that tank top as he paints the house. 
and that beautiful smile along with his Sean Hunter hair. Uh, I (laughs) really enjoyed looking at the eye candy for 90 minutes. Overall, I thought this movie was very funny. The Leprechaun is a trickster who has a lot of tricks up his sleeve with the voiceovers on how he can change his voice to whoever, uh, his playfulness, which makes him even creepier just to hear that laugh. You know, even when he gets hurt, his laugh is very effective. And I actually didn't mind that it was contained, even though we could have had a bigger kill count. I enjoyed the fact that it was all contained at the house. You know, he's, he's a little guy. So I, I don't know exactly what kind of fun he would have had or damage he would have had if he was like running around the city killing people as we do see in later films. But I think having it contained and isolated makes for more of a threatening atmosphere. Some may think that this movie is a little outdated. Maybe the effects might be bad. But honestly, if you watch this film each time, I think you may find something new. And for a film with not really a big budget, I thought that they utilized all of its resources very well in this movie. And I always have a lot of fun watching Warwick Davis play the Leprechaun. So that is my two cents. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.